1: You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News.
0: Eat, Drink DFW from the Dallas Morning News is made possible by Central Market.
2: Hey, North Texas food fans, welcome to Eat, Drink DFW from the Dallas Morning News. Each week, we dish on the local restaurant scene, food and drink trends, cooking and shopping tips, and unpack everything that makes North Texas one of the most vibrant, diverse, and ambitious food scenes in the country. I'm your host, food editor Erin Bookie, and this week we're dishing our most unpopular food opinions with Dallas Morning News managing editor Amy Hollyfield. Our team also took the viral food disgust test, the one about the moldy marmalade. Just how weird about food are we? It all gets started right after this.
0: Central Market is really into food, like fish flown in so fresh it still has jet lag into food. Our sourdough starter has been around since grunge was a thing into food. We're talking more prime cuts than a greatest hits album into food. Central Market is really into food. If you are too, then we're the HQ for you. Whether you're a make-every-recipe-in-the-cookbook-foodie or a my-favorite-recipe-is-reheat type who just digs the delectable, no place makes every day more delicious like Central Market. Really into food. Shop now at centralmarket.com.
2: Welcome back, everyone. Be sure to go to dallasnews.com slash food for information on our show and lots of food and drink stories. You can always share your thoughts with us at eatdrink at dallasnews.com. And a quick request for returning Eat Drink DFW listeners. If you keep coming back for new episodes and enjoy what you're hearing, please leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts. That helps our podcast get seen by more potential listeners. So later on, we'll be sharing our unpopular food opinions. But first, we're going to dive into our food discuss test results with writers Sarah Blaskovich, Claire Baller and Imelda Garcia. So guys, I saw something on Twitter the other day. People were talking about moldy marmalade and people who eat it. And they're also talking about people who eat moldy bread and I was like, "What the hell is this?" It was this food disgust test by IDR Labs. It's idrlabs.com and we'll share the link. I sent you all this food disgust test and it has some really hilarious questions. Like how likely are you to eat marmalade that has mold on the top of it? Or do you scrape it off? First of all, how
3: likely are we all eating marmalade?
2: <laughs> I know. It was a very, I know. I was like, is this a British test? Cause I don't eat much marmalade. Um, and there were questions about bugs in food, mold. There were a lot of questions about like animal flesh. So I took the test And it says that my food disgust is elevated. Uh Uh-oh. 66.5%. Oh, wow. Yes. She's grossed out. I am very easily disgusted, but I would defend myself in saying that my results are in line with what is actually dangerous rather than what is just disgusting. Like, don't eat marmalade with mold in it. That is dangerous. You can cut the mold off of a big hunk of hard cheese and it will still be fine, but don't eat the moldy bread. Bugs in your food are usually fine. It's probably not going to make you sick. There are so many bugs in our food, it's unreal. So, I think my results are in line with what is actually what, safe.
4: Okay, so this is broken up into one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight categories. Mm-hmm. So what was your highest category of disgust? Hygiene. Same. Mine too. Mine too. For me it was insects. Wow. Oh, okay. You don't like <laughs> <bugs>? <laughs> no, I don't like bugs. Okay, so emailed it. <laughs> what was your food disgust percentage? 59.5.
3: Okay. What okay. was yours, Sarah? My food disgust is low. 37.63% oh wow. is 28.25. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we'll we'll eat anything, won't we, Claire? Uh oh. Wow. And my highest was hygiene. You know, um, my highest was hygiene too, and then the one next to it is human contaminants. Yes. yes. So you can dig in and figure out what this means. And basically, this is like if other people touched your food or handled your food, and I have such a high tolerance to that. I think that all of you could cook without gloves on and I would eat it. And I think this of restaurants. I just feel like most people who make food and we interview a lot of them like are generally doing a good job. Yeah. So the, the human contaminants section seems super scary, but right. it's something that I don't
4: seem to care about at all. You know what question was missing from this? And I don't know how it would be phrased. But for me, the human contaminants thing, I have a weird thing with potlucks because I don't know who's out there with their cat crawling all over their counter as they're You're making food. You're speaking to the
3: chairwoman of the Thanksgiving potluck at I the know, Dallas Morning I know, News. I know. Claire's not even going to come to my party That's this year, right. I will come I will eat
4: selectively. But th- I, that that's what freaks me out about people making food in their homes. I know the standards that I uphold when I cook in my kitchen. I don't know how other other people handle that, you know? But so that question was not reflected in this quiz that might've skewed things a little right. bit for me. Yeah. But, um, like a
2: restaurant is different than right. a potluck or at someone's house right. or something.
3: We're going to have a potluck discussion in, on a different yes, podcast I episode. I think this thoughts. is so good because yeah. I love a potluck so hard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so my lowest category was fruit. Same. Was it same for you guys? Yeah. Okay. Vegetables and fruit. So we're not them. very disgusted by fruits and vegetables. Yeah. No.
5: Your percentage say that you eat everything. So it's- like,
4: what? Oh, no, I do I do. I mean, uh, to me, it's just what, have you ever been to someone's house? And uh, apologies, to anyone who has cats and lets them climb on their counters, but that freaks me out cooking food with animals walking yeah. across because they walk tops. into
2: a litter box and
4: hair <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's gross. Yeah, that's not sanitary.
3: I had like a medium high fruit.
2: Oh, and disgust.
3: And now I'm forgetting what those questions were. Was this the moldy marmalade? No, I don't was. think so.
2: I think that was one where it's like, will you eat an apple that is bruised?
3: Do you remember the one about like, would you eat an apple that a caterpillar or a worm had been on?
5: Absolutely
3: not. Really? Strongly? no. <laughs> I, was, not saying, yeah. I agree, Imelda. Ew. No. Oh, I would. But, I would, but I would you have. <laughs> You're so right. Yeah. As I Are said, you, no, the then I was like, haven't we all seen the cartoon of the apple with the worm in it? This is based on real life. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah. To me, a bugs on produce is a good sign because that means that it's a hospitable environment enough that a <laughs> living creature could thrive and live off of I it. Wow. that is generous, <laughs> Claire. I, I'm not looking for bugs in my food, but if, if there's like, if I'm buying fresh produce and there's like something alive on it, that doesn't bother me. That's as nature should be. Yeah, wow. I I won't I will take it off before I eat it. But I yeah.
3: want more about Amelda's insect issue.
5: No, no, no. For me, insects and mold was my very, very worst for food because I mean I, I remember this question, something about a cockroach. If you see a cockroach or something, oh, oh. if you see a cockroach oh, in the one, restaurant, oh my god, no! That for me it's a no. So no. you would like walk out. You see yeah, a cockroach absolutely. on the floor in yeah. a restaurant. I on. have walked out. Yeah. Insect How do you feel about components. eating
3: insects, Imelda? No, as, as a person a, no. from
5: Mexico City, I know. there's like <laughs> I had smoked ants. Yeah, no, in I Mexico know. City, no, not for me. No, they made this salsa with ants. Yeah. or crickets. Uh-huh. They eat a lot of crickets. No, no, not for me. Thank you. Oh, that's not interesting. I think no I, worm in your tequila.
3: Wah. No, no. I saw no, more no. bugs on <laughs> restaurant menus in six days than I had in six months. In high
5: places, you know, it's like very expensive, very high quality. Not for me. Thank you. So you don't want bugs anywhere? Nope. Not (laughs) on her fruit, Claire. Nope. (laughs)
3: Nope. Nope. No, no, no. Erin, I know you know a lot about food safety. So what is the situation with mold? When can you eat it and when can't you and why?
2: Okay. So mold generally is bad. Don't eat it. (laughs) Blue cheese, though. Mine. Yeah. So, some people are very allergic to mold, you know, and can be highly reactive to it. Or oh. if they have a suppressed immune system, they could have a reaction to it. Most people, you'd probably be fine. You'd probably just get like an upset tummy, but it probably won't kill you. So, the harder and more dense the food, the less likely the mold is to spread. So, if it's a piece of hard cheese that has like a little bit of mold on the edge, you can just cut that off and go to town it'd be fine yeah so other things that are kind of more porous like bread once there's mold on your bread it's kind of throughout the whole bread if there's mold on yogurt or something liquid like the marmalade, that's likely throughout. This is bad. Yeah. It's time to throw that out. And I'm always, you know, err on the side of caution because I do not like getting sick. So I will throw out a lot of stuff. Sorry.
3: Where are we on the best by date? Are you one of those who like if you hit the date and it's one day over, it's got to go? Erin? Mm-hmm.
2: I am. Yep. But I think a lot of things are probably fine. Yeah, I think those are more of a suggestion. They are. Other than eggs.
3: Milk, maybe. Um, I don't know, though. My mom used to say, like, she'd, she'd smell it. And she's like, you know when your milk's not good and not good. And if it was a day or two later, she'd yeah. be like, go ahead, drink it. And yeah, I don't know. I grew up as a normal person.
2: And so I do I a think. lot of sniffing around the house. <laughs> and my husband actually just, like, mocked me mercilessly over the weekend. Because he was like, is your half and half okay? You know, you want to test it? I was just like, <laughs> you know. He said I was like a dog, like sniffing this thing. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. I do have a good sense of smell and I sniff things out a lot in our house. But most things, I think by the best by date, you've got a little wiggle room there. I am weird about meat, though. I mean, if sure. chicken has any kind of slime, that's going in the trash. Oh, slime. Or if it has the like a real chickeny smell, mm-hmm. you know, like gotta go. I don't think meat should smell. Right. You know, if it's fresh, it really should not be giving off the odor.
5: Another big issue for me was the raw meat. And look, I cook for my dog, so I like <laughs> handle it, raw meat. But to eat a very rare steak, oh, no, never. Oh oh so how, oh. how do you order your steak? Like well done. Very oh. well done. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh no. Don't judge me. I enjoy that. I'm sorry. <laughs> that it's, was a question. Bloody. Like, yeah.
3: how do yeah. we feel if the meat is still bloody? And as a medium rare steak eater, That is not bloody meat.
4: It's actually not blood. Oh, go on. I need to pause and Google. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I did. Googleing food safety. It's something the red juice that oozes from your medium rare steak is not blood. It is the same protein found at the bottom of your packaging. It's mainly water and myoglobin, which is in muscle tissue. So maybe that will help you a little bit mentally to know that it is not actually blood that is coming out of your steak when you cut no, it. No,
5: I don't think so. She's not doing <laughs> no, so good. You,
4: no, not, not cutting it. Thanks, everyone. If you want to take
2: this food disgust test, we will include the link in our show notes. Stick around as we're joined by our managing editor, Amy Hollyfield to share our unpopular food opinions. That's right after this.
0: Central Market is really into food. Like when we say cheese, it's in 12 languages into food. Butchers, bakers, and sushi roll makers into food. We're talking so obsessive about quality you can shop blindfolded into food central market is really into food if you are too then let us turn your shopping list into a treasure map get inspired get adventurous or just get a chef made dinner when you've got more taste buds than time no place makes every meal more amazing like central market really into food shop now at centralmarket.com
2: Welcome back, everyone. We have special guest Amy Hollyfield on today. She's the managing editor at the Dallas Morning News, and she often surprises us with her food opinions. So Amy, recently you just casually mentioned in an email... (laughs) to both me and Sarah that you are anti-chicken fried steak and I think Sarah and I were both frantically typing at the same time and responded with whoa hold on a sec so please tell us more about your chicken fried feelings first
6: of all I was totally unprepared for your reaction <laughs> they were all caps it yes. was visceral <laughs> oh I'm sorry Amy <laughs> which is sort of how I feel about chicken fried steak it's a visceral thing okay like, let's say first of all like I'm against fried food oh no, like, it's oh, just not my thing this is a deeper problem right deep fried but Then you start with, I'm also a big steak fan, right? But So you Mm. put in like the worst cut of steak, you cover it and stuff, you fry it, and then you pour this gravy over it, which that's probably your favorite part. I'm a totally non-gravy person. So it's like one, one, one. I'm like, (laughs) so I have had it. It's been like an okay bite, but no, I heard about it because you were like, go to this place, get the chicken fried steak. And I'm like, never, (laughs) never, never, never. Oh my gosh. Amy. I, th- I think this
3: makes sense. If you don't like fried things and you don't want steak that's been pounded to death, a big piece of it, too. It's the size of a dinner plate. And then you cover it with God's gift breakfast, which is white sausage gravy. You don't like any of those things. I can get how you're you're zero for three. I'm like a strong three for three on all those. I'll take some cheap steak, Uh pounded, fried, covered in the white gravy with a roll on the side because we're just all going straight to Carbohydrate Hell. And I think it's just kind of a perfect country dinner.
5: So I have a strong opinion on chicken fried steak because there's two types of this steak. When it's very good piece of chicken breast, and that's really good. But there's another kind of fried steak that is like bah, really bad. Yeah, you're talking
4: chicken fried chicken, not chicken fried steak, like red meat steak. It's, it's really fried, you know? So Amy, why do you not like fried food in general? I mean, it's not like I don't eat fried food,
6: but I'm just, I really like fresh ingredients. I just want to taste my food. I want to, you know, you're just burning the flavor out of it. That's not my thing.
3: We also, if you'll remember, invited Amy Hollyfield, all of our boss. We invited Amy to the State Fair of Texas in yes. 2022, <laughs> and we made her try everything that we all tried. And I think 90% of it was fried. And at the time you were so kind not to say mean things about fried food. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Actually, now <laughs> that we asked
6: you to do that, I had no idea that you were anti-fried food. I think you liked a lot of it though, didn't you? I was going to say, this doesn't mean I never eat fried food. Sure, just, I just have an aversion to it. It's not the thing I gravitate towards. Yes. It's not the thing I would be like, Ooh. Let's go get this. Right. Uh but do I still remember the what was that? The peanut butter, the chocolate, the peanut butter paradise. Peanut butter paradise. I mean, totally headed to that new place where they're they opened up brick and mortar, right? That's correct. Yes.
3: Oh, good. Okay. So there's still a happy memory. I was just learning nine months later that we asked you to do a thing that could have been (laughs) wildly (laughs) painful for you,
2: (laughs) and you didn't mention it. But I now I feel good about that. So, Amy, I know you also have strong feelings
6: about King Ranch chicken casserole. Is that right? Absolutely. This is like my favorite dish from my childhood. Um, My brother too. Like we're notoriously picky eaters, but we both as adults make it for our families. My mom has become a vegetarian, but she makes a vegetarian version with black beans. It's just the thing. I just thought it was her recipe. I had no idea until I came to the Dallas Morning News that it's like old grown Texas recipe, um, which is cool. Like I totally called my mom and I was like, did you have any idea? And she's like, I just got it from like one of those cookbooks you get. But you don't like any sort of
2: additions to it. Cause I remember when we, we published a recipe with new stuff in it, and I
6: was like, I think Amy's mad at me <laughs>
2: for publishing
6: that.
2: <laughs> she was kind of mad.
6: Not at all. It was just so counter. I mean, my memory is so specific. The one I make is so specific. I mean, it's it's literally like the comfort food. It's the you know the green chilies and the and the chicken and the cheese and yeah. all the stuff. I do love King Ranch
2: chicken casserole, but there are a lot of Texas things that I don't really like. So these are some of my unpopular food opinions. So I grew up eating Bluebell ice cream. Of course. But now that I have had other ice creams, (laughs) it's not that good. It's not good. (laughs) It's chalky. And I grew up going to the Bluebell factory tour. Like those were our school field trips, going to go to Bluebell. So I do have, you know, sort of a piece in my heart for Bluebell. But I won't like willingly go buy that over others.
4: I'm with you on that one.
2: So what about you guys? What are some of your unpopular food opinions?
3: My unpopular food opinion is related to texture. Mm. I can eat an entire meal that does not have crunch and not notice. Yes, you like squishy food. I like squishy food. You know, I don't only eat squishy food, but a very perfect on the go meal for me, a lunch, for instance, is the bean burrito with cheese in it and that is squish after squish after squish and if you go to get a commercialized bean burrito at maybe taco bell they want to put tiny minced onions in it which is an atrocity oh my gosh first of all everyone knows you've eaten those onions seven days later and second (laughs) they add this totally disgusting crunch that a gorgeous silky bean burrito does not need processed cheese in it of course I like food like that, especially in the morning. Like I love a taco filled with anything and I don't want bacon in it only so that you get the crunch, like scrambled eggs and cheese or black beans and cheese in the morning for breakfast is perfect for me. I think most people out there would be icked by all the squish.
2: It's kind of like when you get a good tortilla and you can just roll it up into a ball and just like put the whole ball of it in your mouth.
3: (laughs) We can all picture this. The other thing about a tortilla, like, you can dip a really good tortilla in delicious queso. And there's uh-huh. no crunch at all on that, right? It's perfect.
2: All right. Julie's dying to say something. Okay. Have you guys ever had that thing where you put a fresh tortilla in your mouth and it gets stuck on the roof of your mouth and you can't do anything? You're like, it's almost like it's choking you.
3: <laughs>
4: We're talking flour tortillas, right? Yes. Like yes. It's just no, it's just flour the tortilla tortillas. specific. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And I think, Julie, don't let me speak for you, but I think you're also talking about being at Taco Cabana at three o'clock in the morning after going to the bars. <laughs> no. Is this just me? And then you eat a tortilla and
2: maybe the queso
3: is there and then you get some tortilla stuck to. The the roof of your mouth yes it happens yeah
4: (laughs)
2: so what about you Claire what are some of your unpopular food opinions
4: well two have been said I do not like bluebell ice cream okay and I really could and do live a very fulfilled happy life without chicken fried steak so okay. I don't, I don't need it in my life. I've never had the desire to eat it. I grew up not knowing what it was. I'm from not Texas. That's wow. Um, and so I, I don't think I heard of it until I moved here for college and I was very thrown off by, I think the first time I had it, I didn't quite understand what it was and then cut into it. And like the gray, the gray <laughs> color coming out of it was it just gray. really not appealing to me. Because you got to cook that steak in there because it's mm. not excellent quality. No, and it, it was tough, which I think comes with the territory. But I am a medium rare steak eater. Uh, and I don't think that medium rare chicken fried steak is a thing.
3: I don't think anyone would ever ask you how you want your chicken fried steak cooked.
4: No. I think yeah. you get it the way they make
2: it. <laughs> True. It's kind of funny. I think a lot of our unpopular food opinions go back to the food aversions, like us talking about the food discussed in the first part of the episode. Like a lot of these are like texture things. Yeah. Memories, you know, back to chicken fried steak. I feel like we're bringing that up a lot. <laughs> so when I was pregnant, I had a craving for chicken fried steak. So we went and I had one bite and I was like, never again. That was a mistake. Have you and eaten it since? No. <laughs> and I really don't even like hot and mushy food anymore. More. Wait, Sits so being. I'm the only one Sits who's had pregnant.
3: chicken fried steak in the past ten years yeah. at this table. Yeah, probably. I have probably had it in the last ten years, dozens of times. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. It's. <laughs> I now I feel bad about You're it. You're holding the no, no, I feel bad. You're feel carrying bad. the flag for all of us. Yes. Do you make it? Have you ever made it? Strong. No. Okay. Mm-mm. We don't fry in our house almost ever. And it's, it's not because I don't like fried food like Amy. It's because it, that's just like messy and hard. It, yeah, It's a pain. Yeah. And also, I mean, I maybe like Amy, I try not to eat fried food too much. And so when you do, it's at a place from somebody who's doing it well.
4: Yeah. Another maybe unpopular food opinion I have is I'm not very pro sweet breakfast, Mm. I want a savory breakfast. You want
6: breakfast soup?
4: (laughs) Wow, like ever, Claire? I have to like then eat something salty if I've had something sweet for breakfast. Like pancakes don't really do it for me.
5: I'm on Claire's team. If I eat like a pancake or something, it has to be with eggs or with ham. I prefer like chilaquiles, you know, with with beans, something like strong. A uh, champion's breakfast.
2: Yes, <laughs> exactly. I have another unpopular food opinion. I think cheesecake is gross. What? Gross. <laughs> yes. Why? Because it's cheesecake. Is it the word or is it the food? It's the food. It's the spongy. And like I said before, it's a texture thing. It's very, you know, spongy. And then a lot of times it has that kind of like filmy thing on top. The sheen. I just don't like the texture of it. Do you feel like you've had exposure to good cheesecake? (laughs) (laughs) She asks carefully. I know. And that's the thing. Like I could have mostly just been burned by bad cheesecake. Like overcooked cheesecake. That sounds,
4: you describing the film sounds overcooked or like, a Basque cheesecake—that's kind of signature yeah. of that kind of cheesecake. But yeah, for your kind of classic American cheesecake, I wouldn't describe it as having a film on it. So that yeah. says to me that maybe you've had an experience that just was not stuff. the way it should. Have I mean, been. I
2: feel like I've tried good cheesecake since those experiences, but maybe I've just so burned
4: by it, I don't want them. Do you eat goat cheese, which is a similar texture? Yes, I love goat cheese. Okay, hmm. poking holes. I don't want a goat <laughs> cheesecake though. Yeah. Do you like honey goat cheese?
2: Mm, Yeah, I do. So you like sweet cheese? Yes. I'm not saying my versions make any sense. The feeling sink. like
3: we're in like the cops room, They're
2: <laughs> asking Aaron
3: and all of us are like Ooh. your story's
4: not lining up. Aaron. I know you're like we'll get some
3: holes. <laughs> so we're all gonna make cheesecake next week. <laughs>
4: okay. I feel I'm very I excited feel like about that a personal challenge to are help you, gonna you make like me cheesecake? cheesecake. I think Honestly, maybe I will. That feels like a great idea. I think all yeah. four
3: of us should make cheesecake and make Aaron try all of it. Yeah, so I would love to know if we could convert you.
4: I'm gonna make. Allison Roman's citrus cheesecake for oh, I've you. i made that. It's okay. so good. It is so good. And, and it's in a, pie. in a pie plate. It is. And Alison Roman's approach to recipes is usually like... How can we make something great with the lowest amount of effort? It's a good cheesecake recipe. I will eat it. Okay.
2: And that's all the time we have for Eat Drink DFW this week. Thank you all for joining, and I hope we've made you hungry for more. We also want to hear from you, so share your food thoughts, favorite restaurants, or tasty recipes with us at EatDrink@dallasnews.com. at The show is produced by Julie Fisk. To stay up to date on every episode of this show and hear more from our newsroom, just follow the Dallas Morning News wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please rate the show and give us a good review. Find links to everything we do at dallasnews.com slash you also find a special membership offer there just for listeners. For the news, I'm Erin Bookie. Thanks for listening, and we'll
0: see you next week. Eat, Drink, DFW from the Dallas Morning News is made possible by Central Market.
1: Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you.